I value one thing more than time, and that is what is going on in my head at any given moment, right? So the way I rank these things is my brain space, time, and then money, and maybe some other things sprinkled in between, right? But let's make it simple. Brain space, time, then money. <laughs> How do you grow and scale your business while avoiding entrepreneur poverty? Hi, I'm Buzz and I've spent over 20 years marketing for entrepreneurs just like you. I've learned there's no one secret to success, but a series of strategies to help business owners scale at will. On this podcast, we uncover invaluable insights that successful entrepreneurs and industry experts use to profitably scale businesses. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy podcast. Today, our guest is Taylor Payne. He is the CEO and co-founder of SpeakerFlow and helps thought leaders leverage systems to take control of their business and stop spinning their wheels. If you want a business that is predictable, one that you have full control over, one that empowers you, and one that continues to grow systems are the answer. Let's get to know this car enthusiast, musician, and extremely left-handed systems guru. Welcome to the show, Taylor Payne. Wow, what an intro. Holy crap, you're the only person to roll their R's actually on a show so far. So, Michael, <laughs> I appreciate you. For everyone listening, that is the formal way to pronounce Taylor with two R's. Don't approach me without rolling your R's. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Yes. Full disclosure, uh, Taylor and I have been on a podcast, on his podcast. What's the name of your podcast? Technically speaking. Technically speaking. Beautiful show. We had a lot of fun with that. And I was like, I got to have this guy on because he talks about systems. And if you know me, systems are the key to success in any business. And so uh, who better to talk about systems than the systems guru right here, Taylor Payne. All right. So let's start with the basics here. And let's just describe to the listeners your definition of what a business system is. Yeah, for sure. So I like to think of systems as three layers. Uh, tech, because it's the 21st century, stop complaining about it. Process, the way you facilitate that technology, the things you do, and then people, to be able to facilitate the process through said technology. And the reason why you want to start with the technology, or at least basically, is because it allows you to be more profitable, right? It's all about growing a more profitable business using technology and letting that enable you to do more things will make you more profitable because you spend less time doing stupid crap like duplicate entry and so on and so on. So tech process people usually in that order. Gotcha. And so when you, when we're talking about tech, like how do people, there's so much tech out there. Like there is, yeah. how does one even start to research tech? Oh, Good question. I'm gonna make this really simple. So what what does it take to like grow a business? People, right? Relationships, talking with folks, their customer journey, right? Mm -hmm. All businesses is doing business with people, right? I think so many people think that business is just doing business with other businesses, but you're doing businesses with people. Even so if you're selling mind, a product, you're, you're dealing with, with a people. person is on somewhere paper, in that pro process. Exactly, right? right? I mean, that's a whole world. It's what we run on. Who else do we interact with? It's just, there's only humanity here, right? So right, that, right, right. that being said, the way I like to think about this is first your CRM, your contact relationship manager, 
some people say customer, but I think about it as contact because it starts way you can use it for all, customer, right? all as aspects. You could use a vendor list in your CRM. That's exactly right. That is the hub to your entire business. I don't care what anybody else says. That is the center. Every interaction that ever happens from the moment they came into your world, from the moment they kept buying from you, every interaction gets logged there. Every follow-up task, every email campaign, every social post, every survey completed, contract signed, invoice paid, and so on. In an ideal world, your systems, your CRM is the hub. So the way you start going about your technology is it kind of depends on the phase of your business. Question one, do you feel like you have a grip on all the people in your world? If no, the CRM is the place to start. And if you do nothing else except just keep track of who you're working with, their tasks, what they've bought from you, and you follow up with them and stay in their world, you're going to do just fine. And from there, you can layer in, all right, let's throw in email marketing and social and surveys and invoicing per your <laughs> needs as a business owner. Right, right. Yeah, I think that, so I just finally found a CRM uh, that I like. And it's not automated yet, but it's the ability for automation is like endless with it. Yeah. Um, you can spend a lot of time automating. And I think that's one of the things that people forget is to automate these systems. Yeah, especially the minutiae, right? But here's the other thing, though, is like, I think automation is a very sexy word, right? Like, oh, I can automate everything, I don't have to do anything, which, I mean, we talk about running a business that runs itself. That's true to some degree, right? 80-20 right. rule, like everything else. Right. There are some things that shouldn't be automated, you know? 100%. Uh, yeah. The minutia, though, the duplicate entry, the syncing of things, the email drips when somebody hits your newsletter for the first time, all okay things to be automated. But, you know, don't go into it thinking that your entire world is going to be automated because no one wants that experience. Do you buy, Michael, from people who completely automate their... No, generally not. You're, you're working with people, right? I sniff it. I sniff it yeah. out. Yeah, like, right. You can tell when somebody's tell. automated too much because it's, it's the, the conversation is... Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. I, so what I do is um, to identify what you should automate... Start writing down things that you notice you've done more than once exactly, exactly right. the same, same way. way. Yep. And once I've done that five times, and if I've done that five times in one month, it's automated. That's right. And then from there you go. Now, if it's a something that is done over and over, but the outcome is different or my input has to be different every time. So it's you have to answer this one question, but there's yeah. five answers to it. That's where complexities and automation get in. And you have to start asking yourself, is that something that a machine should be automated? Or maybe you have an assistant that automates it for you, and right? Because humans are part of the system. Exactly. Tech, process, people. Right. People don't know what to do if they don't have a process to follow and tech to help them do it. That's right. exactly the thing. Yeah. I love that. So basically, every business is going to benefit from having a business system then, of right? Of course, yeah. And everybody has one, actually. Yeah, they have one, whether or not it's, they know it. It, <laughs> it, might, it might be like, you know, Luddite-like though, you know, like chiseling right. into a rock and keeping track of your customers. That's a system, man. Like, that is a system. Power to you. Is it the one I want to use? Probably not, but I mean, look, you're doing something, hats off to you. Chiseling's a lot of work, you know? Right. Congratulations, but. And and for all of those who are taking that literally, let's let's put it, bring it to the 21st century. If you're, if you are processing seen everything through a uh, uh, Google spreadsheet, spreadsheet yeah. or Google sheet or an Excel spreadsheet. File maker. <laughs> <laughs> 
or yeah, even worse, <laughs> like a Google Doc yeah. or a Word Doc, and that's how you your your all your stuff is being uh, recorded and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's time. It's time. It the systems are are getting less expensive. Um, obviously, the more sophisticated ones are still going to be more expensive, but they can do more. Right. right. Getting into a rudimentary uh, project management system, CRMs, billing, recurring billing. That's a huge thing. If you give yeah. a service, uh, you bill for a service over and over every month or same amount, you should not be handling your billing oh, God. period. Like that's a waste of your time. It is exactly the same. Every time get a machine to do that. The output, the input and the output are, are the same. Every time it must be automated. Right. That's exactly right. Yep. So, now we're we're telling people like, oh, go and automate stuff and get systems and all that <laughs> other stuff, like right, yeah. like. But how should you organize mm -hmm. those business systems? Yeah, this is a it's a it's a layered question. This is a complex one because it really depends on where you're at in your business life cycle. I think. But here here's the way I like to identify this. What is causing you the most friction? Just sit down for a second. And this is how I like to identify systems is where's their friction in my life right now? Shit mm -hmm. that's driving me crazy, right? Mm -hmm. And you get to identify that pretty quickly. Like I had a conversation just yesterday with somebody. It's like, yeah, it takes me five minutes to search for the email of remembering what I quoted the person. And then it takes me 20 minutes to like draft my contract because I'm just sifting through my inbox trying to look at all the event dates and the amounts I told them and whatever. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> like, okay, if that's caught. And he was just irate that this was continuing on is I, I, like, I'm running a $100,000 business, I shouldn't be doing this. And it's like, you can, and let me side note here, you can run a sizable business while monkeying around inside of your inbox. So it's not like this needs to be perfect, but you need to start somewhere. And so he identified this point of friction is driving me crazy. Okay, well, a CRM is a perfect place to start. You can log all your information there. Everything's going to be there, all of your emails. You're not going to search for anything that will solve your problem. So I think the best way to answer that question is just for you personally, as a listener here, identify what's causing you the most friction. If it's billing, to Michael's point, if it's keeping track of all of your projects, project management, if it's keeping track of all of your contacts and your relationships with them, maybe CRM, and then you layer in from there. Like don't over-engineer it, don't spend oh, two weeks building out your systems because they're not what you build is not the thing you're going to actually end up using. The best way to do this is through constant iteration. Where's their friction? Layer it in. And, oh, an automation just broke. Okay, well, let's make it better now rather than trying to pre-engineer something that we think we need now that we're inevitably not going to use. Exactly. I, I, amen. Amen, brother. That's the one thing that, that funny you talk about emails and people running their business through emails. I've run in my CRM. I've run a multi-million dollar CRM through my email. Um, so <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's possible, right? It is possible. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that that, that doesn't have to happen, but there was one, there's one system that I'm still using is my, is my inbox, but I'm using my executive assistant to check my emails for me, my inbox. Yeah. And then, and then anything that I have to look at. So there's things that she can deal with, right? Customer service, accounts, receivable vendors, all that other stuff, right? All that stuff she can handle client. Uh, requests can go to different people, right? Oh, that's that's a graphic design that goes to Emily, and this is a website update that goes to Derek, and dot dot dot, right? And then all that, and then what's left, she actually puts into a task list, which is is within the inbox, right? Yeah. And so I don't even go to my inbox anymore. I go to my task list. My task list has each of those in those emails in there, and I click on it, I look at it, and either I'm delegating it or I'm taking care of it. But I go from fifty emails a day plus, you know how that is, to uh, about 10. 
Yeah. Right. That's and exactly that's right. and that's in a heavy day. Right. And that's huge. I can like I used to spend an hour in my email every morning and another hour after lunch and another half hour before I left. That's exactly right? right. Just two and a half hours of your day, like find ways people in processes to get, get, get that taken care of. And like through your CRM, getting those reminders, that's a huge deal. Like if I, for me, I still am getting into my CRM to do exactly what you say. Like I'm not going into that inbox to get those tasks anymore. Those are going to get sent into my CRM. And yeah. then, then from there, I'll be able to, to process them. But for now I have to do reminders. All right. I'm going to archive this for a week, dot, dot, dot. So I say all that to say that, you know, what Taylor's telling you is it doesn't have to be sexy at the beginning. Don't get married to anything. And always be iterating. Exactly I get it right? That's exactly right. And I think one thing I'll add here, just to drive the point home, let's assume you're like, I've got all the time in the world. I can monkey around. Okay. So let's say you're like, oh, this time isn't the, the problem right now. Making money, that's not the problem right now. Why do I need systems? You're still asking yourself that question. I value one thing more than time, and that is what is going on in my head at any given moment, right? So the way I rank these things is my brain space time, and then money, and maybe some other things sprinkled in between, right? But let's make it simple. Brain space, time, then money. So having systems allows you to put crap away and not think about it anymore so that you can then elevate your impact. Like I know I, we're managing hundreds of clients at any given time inside of our company. We've got a project management system. We think of a task, we put it in there. Guess what? That's not in my brain taking up space anymore. And I can rely on the system telling me when I need to get that thing done. And my impact is elevated because I'm not like, I don't have a bunch of stuff crammed in my head that I'm just constantly trying to remember that our brains have no space for. Many business owners, thought leaders, they want to elevate their impact. And that starts with you eliminating the crap that's in your head and putting it somewhere else that doesn't need to be taking up that space. So if time or money isn't the thing that's going to get you to use systems, you know, maybe that will. Segmentation is like the key to running any large organization. Yeah. And when I say large, anything past yourself. That's right. Right. Because if you, you hire one person, you now have twice as many people in your business. You get to four, you've doubled it again. Eight is double. Every time you do that, the complexities of your business triple, quadruple. Because communication is the hardest thing. And we lock everything in this brain here. We try to lock everything up in here. And we store too much stuff in there. And that space you're talking about is invaluable. Yeah. Like when we're trying to be creative, like not having a client issue or a client project looming over me or whatever it is I'm trying to remember out of my brain. Oh my gosh, I can sit down and create in half the time and, exactly and create better. That's right. 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 Um, when I'm writing, I, you know, when I write, I write at 430 in the morning. There's nothing to remember That's right. because <laughs> my brain already flushed everything I was going to forget for over the night anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Heck yeah. So that's where I do most of my writing, you know, for the first few days, for, 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 ah, first few hours of the day, Yeah. just getting in there. And then Dude's that's, face. that's part of my system too, though, because by the time I get done writing now, I got to send it to editors and graphic designers to right. do, you know, graphics and stuff like that for blogs or whatever it is, but it's done. I go to the gym and I flush everything I just done there. So I, when I get home, I get ready uh, to, get, to start the day. It's a brand new day. And I've already done two big things in my life, right? Create content and take care of my, my physical body. And they're there done. They're and off my systems. plate. I That's mean, a system. About the business. They transcend your professional life. You know, like you, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. People knocking it out. So how do I identify we, we, we talked about the frustration, 
right? Is there a system to track our frustrations? Because I find that Mm. people who need the systems the most are so frazzled, they don't even have a system to figure out what systems they need. (laughs) Yeah, this is great. Okay, so I have an exercise for everyone listening here. Here we Uh, go. This requires a little bit of commitment, so just commit a week of your, your working week. And every time you switch a task, and do, do this in a spreadsheet, by the way. So I know we were making fun of spreadsheets earlier. Just do it in a <laughs> spreadsheet. You have five columns up there, Monday through Friday or whatever your work week is. Every time you switch a task, just throw it in a new cell within that column. So Monday, you, 4.30 a.m., you wrote some blogs, okay? Mm. Five, you went to the gym. Whatever it is, you switch a task, mm. you're doing something, just throw it in. Now, you don't need to do this real time. You can kind of think back on it throughout the day. You'll probably remember most of the things. And then you go through that list at the end of the week and you highlight the things in green that just gave you energy, the things you loved doing, the stuff you were super excited about. So being on this podcast today, I would highlight that in green, right? Gives me energy, love doing this stuff. I could do it day in and day out. But responding to client emails where I spent an hour doing that, that's red. Do not want to do that. I'm not a fan. So uh, I'm going to let somebody else do that. Uh, or yellow, not really sure about this one. Seems complex. I have no idea how to even systemize this yet. I'm going to save that for later, but knowing that this is not something I want to do on a regular basis. And before you know it, you've got a bunch of cells, color-coded, green, yellow, and red, and you start knocking down priorities, basically. And then that will start to tell you the things that drive you crazy the most, and then you start building systems around that. So that's the process that we generally will implore somebody to you know, use if they're trying to identify where their frustrations are at the most. Because uh, to your point, it's kind of hard to read the label of the bottle that we're in. So if we have that out in a spreadsheet, we take some time to reconcile, we can usually see what areas are causing the most friction. But it just starts, what are you doing on a regular basis? And then you can identify those things. You heard Taylor. Challenge yourself this week to write down everything you're doing throughout the week. Give yourself a grade of whether you like it or you don't like it. See what you need to systemize today to make your business more profitable. And before you go, please check out the links Taylor has shared in our show notes. And if you liked what you heard today, please subscribe to the You Are Buzzworthy podcast.